0: to the Northeast Newscast. This week we're joined by Tori Fugate, Chief Communications Officer for Casey Pet Project at the Kansas City Campus for Animal Care. She's here to tell us more about their foster event this week and give us tips for anyone considering rescuing a pet around the holidays. Thanks for joining me, Tori. Thank you so much for having me. So we're really looking forward to, um, you know, a few days off, time at home with family, but Casey Pet Project has a ton of pets who are also looking for somewhere to spend the holidays.
1: Absolutely. And so right now we've been having a lot of big initiatives uh, to help move pets into homes, whether they are temporary homes um, from, you know, foster homes to adopted homes. And so last weekend we had a big event where we um, did our thankful for a home foster event that moved out nearly 50 animals into foster homes, which was fabulous. Um, And we are getting ready to have a big Black Friday adoption event that's happening this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at our Casey Campus for Animal Care and at our Zona Rosa Adoption Center. And all pets that are in foster homes also qualify for the special, which is half price adoptions on almost all of the pets in our shelter.
0: That's great. That sounds um, like a great way to encourage people to come out, see what's there. You know, Zona Rosa is up north of the river. Casey Pet Project's campus is further south. Is there anything people should be aware of before they show up? So for adoption
1: specials, um, they can sometimes be a little bit busier than a normal time. So, you know, you may want to block out several hours just to come out here. Uh, We try really hard to have a really nice personalized experience for every single person that visits the campus. And so we're going to talk to you about, you know, your lifestyle, your family. You are more than welcome to bring your family with you. If you have another dog in the home and you're wanting to meet a dog that's here at the shelter, you can bring them along as well so that they can be introduced and make sure it's they're a good fit. Um, so we uh, you know, ask if you go on our website first and you can look at all of the pets that are looking for homes. That website is updated in real time. So if you have been looking at a pet and you're like, ooh, I really, really want to come meet this one and then it's no longer there, chances are that pet has been adopted. They get adopted very quickly here. And then uh, we also have a free mobile app that people can download to see all of the, the pets looking for homes. And everybody, um, almost all of our pets qualify for the Black Friday adoption special, Um, small dogs, puppies, and kittens basically are the only ones that don't really qualify for the special, but about 95% of our pets right now that are looking for homes are part of the special.
0: That's great. And it's so important, you know, um, as everybody's getting into kind of shopping mode with Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all those things, you know, it's better to be there in person, especially when you're meeting somebody who might be the newest member of your family, you know, a fuzzy little friend, what are some of the things people can do, you know, to interact with these pets when they meet them?
1: Yeah, so we are. We have a beautiful campus here uh, in Swope Park, and so we have outdoor play yards where you can take a pet out into the yard, get to know them a little bit. If it's raining or anything like that, we have spaces inside that you can meet them. Same up at Arizona Rosa location. So um, it's really nice because you can get the pet out. They're kind of a little bit more relaxed, and um, you know you can have your kids in meeting the pet. So it's, uh, it's a really nice environment to be able to, you know, stretch out with a pet and get to know them a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, you get to take home your pet that you're adopting the very, very same day. And if you are not interested in adopting at this time, fostering is a great way to get involved. So if you go to our website, you can learn more about how to become a temporary home to a pet in need. Um, We actually have foster opportunities for both shelter animals as well as owned animals through our Home Away From Home program that provides temporary fostering for usually somebody that's experiencing some sort of crisis in their life and they need a little bit of time to be able to keep their animal. And um, this has been a fabulous program that we launched this year to help keep people and pets together. So if you're interested in fostering, um, we have opportunities for both the animals in the shelter as well as owned animals.
0: That's such a great idea. And I feel like it's something that you don't hear about too often, you know, especially with long-term illnesses or things that can take a long time to recover from, you don't want to have to give up your pet forever, but sometimes it's a lot of work, a lot more work than you can handle. So I have never heard of that. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. We actually have people that come up to
1: us and they're like, I've been delaying getting cancer treatments because I have nobody to take care of my animal. And I know I won't have the energy to do so, or that I need to go out of town for these treatments. Um, and they've been delaying that because they don't have anybody that's a caregiver that can help with their pets. So this is an opportunity for people. You can foster an owned animal. It's usually a 30 to 90 day commitment. We have done longer um, as long as it's you know arranged ahead of time. And we have case managers who work collaboratively with the foster as well as the um, owner of the pet. And then we're able to reunite them Um, later on. We have people that, you know, maybe have to go into the hospital due to COVID or um, some other reasons that they need a little bit of time or somebody that's uh, looking for a new place to live and they want to be able to keep their pet and they need a little bit more time to find a place. So we um, see all sorts of different situations and it's been a really great program. We've helped hundreds of people and their pets
0: stay together this year. That's awesome. And in just one year too. Yeah. Yeah. How many pets are you serving right now?
1: We have over a thousand pets currently in our care. Um, So we have 200 dogs here on site as of today that are looking for homes uh, or that are on stray hold, looking for their owners and hoping that they'll come and and reclaim them. So uh, we provide all the lost and found services for Kansas City, Missouri as well. So if you are missing a pet in Kansas City, your pet comes here. And then um, we have hundreds of cats across many, many locations. We now have 14 locations to adopt out cats in Kansas city. We partner with 11 petco stores around the metro area. And then we partner with whiskers cat cafe as well, which if you've not been there, it's on Southwest traffic way. And it's truly a (laughs) magical place.
0: That sounds like a lot of fun. So, um, you know, I don't know about you, but there's a puppy on somebody's Christmas wish list in my house this year. What advice do you have for people who are looking to adopt a pet around the holidays? Yeah,
1: so I always, um, you know, encourage people. If you have somebody, like if you have, a, you know, children in your life, that are like, "We really want a puppy." Um, you know, pets as gifts is not a bad thing. You just need to make sure that the person receiving the pet is definitely wanting to adopt, a, you know, adopt a pet at this time. Um, but it's really great. We we love to encourage everybody that maybe has kids that are interested in having a dog. That if they come up and meet them, it's a little bit more of an investment on their end. They're like, okay, I'm the one that's going to be helping taking care of this animal. They get to meet them up front. Um, but we absolutely do pets as gifts all the time um, through the holidays. We're going to have a huge holiday adoption event leading up to Christmas. So. Uh, look on our social media for more of that, but um, yeah, we see a lot of uh, a lot of pets getting into homes this time of year, and it's our goal to clear out the shelter as much as we want, as much as we can, through foster and adopted homes because we don't want pets to sleep in kennels. We'd much rather than be, you know, at the Thanksgiving table with you. And so uh, this is such a wonderful opportunity if you're in town for the holidays and you have a spare bedroom or some room for a pet in need. We have hundreds of them that would love to go home with you for the holidays.
0: I've seen so many people, you know, really, I guess, taking the leap into getting a pet, being able to have time to train them, get them acclimated because they've been working from home. Have you seen a lot of that? We have a lot of, I mean, adopting a pet during the pandemic was definitely the popular thing to
1: do. So. <laughs> Um, But the need of our community is still there. And so what we have experienced in 2021, we are going to have our highest intake on record since taking over the Kansas City, Missouri Animal Shelter in 2012. So we normally take in between 10 and 11,000 pets a year. And this year we're going to take in well over 13,000. So this is a growing concern in Kansas City that we're seeing far more animals come in than we normally do. And so we're looking at how can we build programs to keep more people and pets together? Why are the reasons that the pets are coming in? A lot of it right now is honestly due to housing concerns that we're seeing in Kansas City. People cannot find places to live that will allow for pets or their pet in particular So this is a growing need in our community that needs to be addressed, and we're going to be working with our city leaders and everybody um, in order to bring to light that this is, in fact, an issue that is concerning Kansas City, Missouri residents, and they're they're having to give up their pets as a result. So there's a lot of work that still needs to be done in Kansas City, um, but we're so thankful for our community for their support through adopting, through fostering, donating, everything that they do that helps us take in this record number of pets that we're seeing.
0: Sure. What if you're in a position, you know, not to foster and adopt, but you want to help in some way? What are some of those ways you can get involved?
1: For sure. So we have a lot of opportunities. This is the holidays to get involved. Uh, We have some restaurants right now that are doing donation drives. Like I know Jalapenos is doing a big donation drive this month for us. Uh, It is the season of giving. And so we have Giving Tuesday coming up where uh, we're going to be raising funds for a new initiative that we're going to launch next year called Healthy Pets Kansas City. We recognize that transportation is a huge barrier uh, for a lot of people to be able to get uh, veterinary care for their animals. And so we're looking at ways that we can start to build on programs that will allow us to go to people out in the community to help provide those services. And our animal services team that does animal control is out in the community every day and sees the need in Kansas City for um, more services for people to be able to get their pets spayed and neutered and um, you know, vaccinated, microchipped, everything. So we see that as a growing need in Kansas City, and we're going to try to rise to meet that. So I'm getting to say we're going to be raising funds for that, which is really exciting. And then, um, you know, other fun ways to support the shelter. If you haven't been to the Swope Park campus, it is quite lovely. And we even have a roastery coffee shop that's here at the campus. So if you're visiting in this area or driving by, you can stop by and get a coffee. I am right now drinking a hot chocolate bomb that is quite (laughs) delicious. Um, And we have a retail store here. So there's all sorts of fun gift ideas for your friends that are pet lovers and the pets in your life. We have a huge retail store here that's got all sorts of fun things. We partner with Strawberry Swing to do even items that are made by Kansas City makers. And so there's a lot of great gift ideas and all the proceeds in our store go back to help the pets here at our shelter.
0: That's great. It's time to take a break to thank our sponsors. Shamika's online market in Delhi offering catering and nationwide shipping at Shamika'sOnline.com. Find their new deli at 16th and Swift in North Kansas City. Shamika's, where customers become friends and friends become family.
1: From classics to campers, hot rods to hoopties, Seaberg Muffler, your exhaust headquarters since 1974, Armor Road in Burlington, in North Kansas City, Missouri. KC Care Health Center cares for more than 19,000 underserved and uninsured Kansas City residents. This year, KC Care celebrates 50 years of providing compassionate, patient-centered health care to everyone who needs it. Learn more about KC Care at kccare.org.
0: KC Care, the heart of community health care. And now back to the newscast. And if people, you know, maybe they have extra pet supplies or, you know, want to make a physical donation, you know, either for you guys or for the people who are fostering your pets, how can they do that?
1: Yeah. Any donations can be dropped off at our locations. So um, the closest one to the Northeast area is probably the one in Salt Park. So that's the easiest one to bring them in. And um, we accept donations all day long uh, while we're open. And those can just be dropped off either in the front or the back of the building, um, you know, in either of our departments. Uh, If you want to send donations directly to us, we do have Amazon and Chewy wish lists that are all on our website that people can access. And then, um, you know, all donations, monetary are all tax deductible and can be given on our website at kcpetproject.org.
0: What are some of the supplies you're looking for this time of year?
1: Canned food is a huge need always. Um, We always need canned food here. Um, Dog, cat, puppy, kitten food. And so that's a a growing, um, it's always a need for us. Um, Surprisingly enough, hot dogs are always (laughs) a very popular item. And we go through them very, very quickly here and peanut butter too on, on the, the same there. So uh, yeah, canned food right now is really um, one of the biggest needs for us. And it's nice because you can just pick up some extra cans at the grocery store and bring them in. And um, it's so appreciated.
0: Yeah, of course. I'm sure it's been about a year since Kansas City Pet Project took over all of the city's animal services. How's that going? And, you know, what are some of your biggest accomplishments in that year?
1: Yeah, it's been quite a year. Um, You know, it's like, it reminds me, I was here the first year of the animal shelter and I look back, you know, on that first year and all that we've learned since then and how we just keep growing. It's the same, we have such a wonderful opportunity having animal services now because we know that the city has put a lot of trust in us uh, to provide the city service. And it's evident because our um, call volume has increased Substantially by over 200% that we have seen versus years um, prior to us having this contract. And so um, we are doing around, um, going out on around 1,300 to 1,400 calls a month. That is actually our officers out in the field responding to calls. We uh, see everything from, you know, helping lost dogs get back home to their families to um, they helped some. Ducks the other day get get shelter that they needed. They've helped cows get back home. I mean, we see all sorts of interesting things, but most importantly, our officers are out um, meeting with residents. We're going to community meetings. We're hearing from everybody in Kansas City, trying to find out how we can partner with our neighborhoods and how we can um, do more work especially in the community uh, in the upcoming year and you know even little things like vaccination events and microchipping events we did a few microchip events um, this year and we've already seen pets come in with the microchips from those events so it's really important that we try to get as much identification on animals as we can so we can get them back home faster so there's a lot of opportunity and we're really excited. We've learned so much this past year. We've hired amazing animal services officers and dispatchers that are um, doing a lot of work out in the community. We have a whole cruelty division now that's out, you know, responding to cruelty and neglect calls and working with um, the community and their pets on those calls. So it's, it's a lot. It's a busy busy that's place great. around here. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you know, as, as the weather gets colder, we, don't want to see it but obviously we know those types of calls will go up when pets get left outside things like that what are some of the first steps they get taken um, when addressing those issues Yeah. So the first thing
1: that we're going to do, if we get calls about, you know, any sort of like pet that's left outside that doesn't have that proper shelter that they need, we're going to go and just, you know, work with the owner of the pet and see what resources are needed. Just talking to them about like, Hey, you know, these are, these are the resources available to you. We can, you know, we're getting dog houses that are donated to us. We have Eagle Scouts that are building dog houses for us that we can provide to the community. And we've been doing, um, like barrel cat community cat boxes that we've been giving out so that the kitties can be warm and safe, working on getting um, everybody the uh, straw that they need to be able to keep them warm, bedding, blankets, uh, all of that. So the really most important thing is if it's going to be bad weather, make sure that your animal can get in out of the elements. If it is a doghouse, it needs to be elevated up off the ground so that, you know, they can get a little bit more insulation and warmth in there. Make sure it's got a blanket over the front door. So it's covered and they can get away from those elements. So those are going to be some of the first things that we're working on. But, you know, really for us, we approach every situation um, with, you know, empathy and working with the community to see how we can help and, you know, going from there.
0: You know, watching how much people have struggled to take care of themselves over this past year. Unfortunately, it's it also affects their pets. And we love to see any resources that can help, you know, people provide for their pets on their own. Um, And I think probably the most visible problem we see in Northeast is all the strays, you know, whether that's stray cats or just dogs running loose and just thinking about some of the things that might prevent those problems. Like you were saying, the microchipping, spaying and neutering. So there's not, you know, a hundred litters of kittens all over the neighborhood, stuff like that, that um, kind of those preventative measures, you know,
1: yeah, I look at a. Uh, we've been working with the neighborhood up in the Northeast for the past few months. Um, they actually, um, there's some really interesting grant opportunities for people that are wanting to get community cats spayed and neutered. And we've been working with One Neighborhood directly that they received funding from this national organization. Um, if people are wanting to get information, they can most certainly reach out to us, um, but they were able to you know, get the cats trapped, um, put them in humane traps, they brought them in, we spayed and neutered them, and then they can go right back out. Um, and then there's no more kittens coming from that, that cat. Um, and then we get funding from this national organization to do the surgery for them. So it's a win-win for everybody. Um, and we're, you know, helping, helping these community cats stay healthy and safe. And, um, you know, being able to give those cat houses, the community cat houses. And so there are resources available. We recognize that there are more needs. In the community, and we're working hard to figure out ways that we can rise up to meet those needs, um, and helping with you know any stray dogs that are that are in the neighborhood, um, and helping with getting uh, community
0: cats spayed neutered. Sure. And now heading into 2022, are there any plans for expansion? I know you're speaking about one of your programs that you're going to start next year.
1: Yeah. So with our Um, launch of our Keep Them Together program in 2020. That program has been, um, you know, growing drastically (laughs) over the past year because there is such a need um, in Kansas City. And so many people come to us and they are just heartbroken thinking that they're going to have to give up their pet. And so we work with every single person that is in that situation to say, how can we help you keep your animal? Is there a way? Because we do not want to sever that bond between that person and their pet. Um, there, We know how much pets enrich our lives and to have something um, so heartbreaking as having to give up a beloved pet um, would just be devastating for so many people. So we're going to be working on growing that program and figuring out more ways that we can partner strategically with um, other organizations in Kansas City that are providing uh, human support services. So that way we can kind of match everybody up um, you know, with the appropriate services that they may need. Instead of just saying, okay, here's your pet back, good luck. We're like, okay, here's your pet back and now here's some other great organizations that we partner with that maybe be able to help. So um, really collaborations and, and figuring out ways that we can meet the needs of our community. And so' it's, it's great we're going out to neighborhood meetings and talking to residents and finding out you know how we can be more of a resource for Kansas City, Missouri. So really working to expand on those programs. And it's our 10 year anniversary. So next year, we're going to be celebrating 10 years in Kansas City and hundreds of thousands of lives saved uh, in the past 10 years. It's been remarkable to be here the whole time and see the growth that our organization has gone through. So it's really exciting. I can't wait for the
0: next 10 years. I can't believe it's already been 10 years. <laughs> Same. <laughs> don't, it all like, feels oh so gosh, brand just- new. <laughs> It flew by. (laughs) That's great. So at your two campuses, do you have any special holiday hours or, um, you know, at any of your adoption centers? Obviously, the Petco ones um, do their own hours, but your centers...
1: Yeah, so we are only closed two days a year, Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, but we have an army of volunteers that come in and help us that day. And so we provide you know a lot of extra care and give a lot of extra care and attention to our pets on those two days. Uh, but we are open on Christmas Eve until three. Um, all of these hours will be on our website and on Google. And so um, we will be open on, you know, the night before Thanksgiving, normal hours will be open for on Christmas Eve until three. And then we will be closed Christmas day. And then we have special hours on New Year's Eve, but New Year's day is our 10 year anniversary. We will be open and most likely having some sort of adoption special.
0: (laughs) That's fantastic. Well, good. Um, It's been really great learning about all these programs and, you know, people can find this information on your website if you want to share that. Absolutely. You can go to kcpetproject.org.
1: That's where you're going to find out information about how to donate, how to volunteer, how to foster pets, information about all the programs we've talked about today. And then of course, you'll see lots of cute pets available for adoption.
0: That's great. Well, we appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you for listening to the Northeast Newscast. As we continue our 90-year tradition of delivering free newspapers to Northeast residents, now you can help the Northeast News continue to produce community journalism directly by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash northeastnewskc. In exchange, we hope to offer our Patreon subscribers access to exclusive content. For all our episodes, articles, and more, visit northeastnews.net.